Good morning, Grace Church. Glad to have you with us. Uh, wherever you're watching, I hope you enjoyed the worship and and uh, we're excited that you're with us, that you joined us. And um, we're going to continue talking about tests today. Pastor Aaron spoke a couple weeks ago on tests and Nick taught last week on David and some great some great ways to pass tests. And um, so today we're going to finalize that. Hopefully you join us next week um, at Cinema World. But uh, I just want to tell you a little bit about myself. I'm Pastor Johnny Block. I'm the student pastor here at Grace Church. I, uh, I, I teach the kids and the youth. And uh, I'm married to a beautiful wife, Jessica, and I've got four little kids that are six and under. And when my youngest one was born, uh, my oldest one was three. So I had four under four, and people would always ask me, I mean, what's it like having four kids under four years old? And I would, I've heard it said this way and I say it this way all the time. Just imagine yourself, you're in a pool and you're drowning and then someone throws you a baby. That's about what it's like having four kids under four. It's been a wonderful challenge, but luckily I've got a great wife that uh, she's got a bachelor's in early ch childhood development and family psychology. So I like to say that I've got the most overqualified and underpaid uh, stay-at-home mom slash nanny slash teacher, and uh, we do very well. We love being here. We moved here in September last year to accept the position as Grace Church's student pastors, and, and we've loved the journey uh, this far. Uh, so hopefully, we, we, you know, we miss you guys. We miss seeing you, so hopefully we'll get to see you next week in um, a world. So today we're going to dive into the Word. We're going to read from James chapter 1, and we're going to read verses 2, 3, and 4. It says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your Word. We thank you for being in our lives as we unravel this word today. I pray that you penetrate our hearts and help us to learn how to make you first, how to pass these tests. We thank you for it in your name. Amen. So in my life, uh, before we moved here, I, I'm a pastor's son. I've always been in ministry, but while I was in ministry, I also did other things to help me financially. And one of those things was that I drove a dump truck. Don't look like a dump truck driver everywhere I went. I'd hop out of the truck and people would be like, you are driving that thing? <laughs> yeah, that's driving a dump truck. But the company I drove a dump truck for was a father-son uh, ownership. And they had a lot of trucks. They, they've been around for a long time. And I was new to dump truck driving. And so when I'd be around, I'd be learning things, how to do the paperwork, how to do a pre-trip. Uh, and there was a lot of things that I would get wrong. And the, the, the dad of the company would always come down on me very hard. He saw some potential in me and he tried to get it out. And so I'd show up and I would do what I do my best and, and I would always seem to do something wrong. And boy, he would ream me. It was the hardest, some of the hardest times that I've had in a, in a work environment because growing up as a pastor for my dad, you know, he wouldn't speak to me the way that a dump truck driver would speak to me. And so today we're going to talk about how tests prove 
your potential. Now, the dad could see potential in me, and so he pushed me to be great. And so I would, I would, I would do something wrong, and the way that he would come to me, he he would he would he would call me at night. He would he would be hard on me in front of other people, and a lot of times I took it personally. And we're today we're going to figure out how to deal with those tests. Tests will prove your potential. Are you in a test today, maybe? At your job? At your church? With the authority over your life? Maybe at home, you're going through some tests. In your relationships? Could be at school. Tests prove your potential. I think all of us know that one person or that one kid that had the potential, right? Maybe it was at work or in sports. I played sports when I was young and there was always some kids in the city that, man, they, you heard about them. Their potential was through the roof, but through the tests, their potential was proven that they didn't make it. And so the first test that I want to talk to you about today is the authority test. And we're going to turn to Romans chapter 13 and, and read verses 1. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. I want to ask you today, is there some authority in your life that your attitude is wrong? Is there some people that have authority over you that when they use that authority, you push back? Now, you might be saying, you know, Paul doesn't understand my situation. He doesn't understand my job or my relationships. Or, but Paul wrote this during Roman rule. And back in the day, man, the Romans were vicious, right? The, the Roman guards, they could take whatever they wanted. They could take your money if they wanted. If they wanted your wife, they could take your wife. If they wanted your kids, they could take your kids. And Paul still writes that we are to be subject to authority. See, authority is it's easy to criticize. When someone has authority over you, it is very easy to criticize. And there's a good chance that when you see the authority in your life that God might be testing you. See, when I was working at the dump truck company, it was tough for me because I knew I was trying to do well and I, I knew the potential inside of me that I, I could see that I was doing wrong, but man, when he would come down hard on me, it, it, it was tough not to take it personal. And he would come in the room and there would be other dump truck drivers around and he would tell me, hey, why, are you, why is your paperwork like this? Why is that like that? And then he would leave the room. And then all the other dump truck drivers would start to talk. I can't believe that he would say that about you. I can't believe that he would talk to you that way. And let me tell you, your response in the test determines your reward after the test. And for me, I had to decide that even though he was hard on me, that I knew he saw potential in me. And so they would start to talk and say things. And I'd say, yeah, but I did do the paperwork wrong. Or, yeah, you know, he might have been hard on me. There might have been better ways to say it. But, you know, I, I didn't check the tires before I left. And you're going to have to deal with authority in your life. <laughs> and there, there was a couple ways that 
I would want to deal with, my knee-jerk reaction to deal with that authority. So I would get in the truck and look in the, in the mirror or I'd be in the bathroom and I'd be pumping myself up, right? After he, he comes in and says what he says, you know, he lays down the law right in front of everyone and embarrasses me. And one of my reactions was to, to play the victim. To be like, oh, I, you know, I can't believe he would talk to me that way. You know, oh, I, you know, I, I really, it wasn't really that big of a deal. You know, is that one of your knee-jerk reactions is when authority comes down for you to play the victim? Another reaction I would have, so I would be battling within myself, would be to be proud. I can't believe he talked to me that way. I'm a grown man. I've got four kids and I, you know, and to be proud. And so it, it was tough, but the way that I saw victory with the authority over my life was when I honored and I submitted to him, even though it was tough. And so you might be dealing with a test right now with authority in your life. And the Bible says that you're supposed to submit yourself and honor them. <laughs> uh, through the time there at the uh, dump truck company, I started out part-time. I didn't get a lot of hours, but as I started to prove my potential through the tests with the boss, I became one of the first people that they would call when they needed someone to produce. Maybe you're going through a test with authority right now. The second test I want to talk to you about today is the test in the wilderness. Have you ever felt like at your job, at home in your relationships somewhere that you felt like you've just been lost or in a dry spell the test in the wilderness we're going to read matthew chapter 4 verses 1 through 11 and we're going to talk a little bit about jesus's test in the wilderness so we'll begin with verse 1 then jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil after 40 days and 40 nights he was hungry. <laughs> Some of us can't go through a test for more than seven days and he's out there for 40. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell the stones to become bread. Jesus answered and he answered with the word. He says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to another place. He took him to the holy city and he had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. And he kind of mocks him. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answers again with the word. He says, it is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I'll give to you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. Jesus answers the thir third time with the word. He says, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. So I want to tell you, when, when there's breakthrough on your test, the angels will come and attend to you. Now, in this story, we see a dialogue 
between Satan and Jesus. And oftentimes in our tests, a lot of the battles are a dialogue between Satan and God. And in this story, you can see that, and it says that Satan tempts Jesus, and but God tests Jesus. And so for us in our lives, we have to be able to determine, hey, is the struggle I'm going through, is it Satan tempting me or is it God testing me? Now, tempting, you can't tempt somebody to do good. The word temptation by its very nature is to do bad. And so you'll have to realize that, hey, God's not going to tempt you to do wrong. That's not in God's nature. He never tempts you to do wrong. It's always Satan that's going to tempt you to do wrong. And God, through his tests, are always going to do the right thing. So are you making excuses? Are there things in your life that you're being tested with where you're just saying, hey, that's just the way I am? You can't change me. Man, they don't know my situation. This is the way it's always been, and this is the way it's always going to be. For me, when I was driving dump truck with that company, I was going through test after test after test. There was a moment in, that I felt in the wilderness where I said, yeah, I don't know if I should even be here. Satan would start to tell you lies. He would tempt you that, hey, you're not good enough. He would tell you, hey, you, you just give up, right? And you might be that way with your job or your relationships or somewhere in your life. You might be being tempted and tested by Satan. There's a story uh, about the Israelites in Deuteronomy. And they Moses gets to lead them out of Egypt, out of slavery. And after he does that, we're going to read in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 15 and 16. He said, the Bible says, He led you through the vast and dreadful wilderness, that, wa- that thirsty and waterless land, with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of a rock. That's amazing. He, he gave you manna in the wilderness to eat. I wish I had some of that. Something your ancestors had never known to humble and to test you so that in the end it might go well with you. Now their journey coming out of Egypt was, was really just a two-week journey. They were supposed to get to the promised land in two weeks. But how long did it take them? Forty years. It took them 40 years. And I think it's because the response in the test determined their reward. And they were complaining and they, they were not dealing with authority and they were in the wilderness and they were not following God's word. You know, if we look at the way that Jesus dealt with the wilderness, three times Satan tempted Jesus and three times God's word was Jesus's answers. So you might be dealing with a test today. You might be dealing with the authority test. You might be dealing with the test in the wilderness. Possible you might be dealing with both of them. But I'll tell you this, the answer to passing this te- these tests is Psalms 119:105. It says this, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. Now I brought this lamp today and I want to show you if we use God's word as a lamp to our path and our feet and a light unto our path, then we will put God 
in front of us and he will light our path. He will light our troubles. He will, we'll be able to see what we're supposed to be dealing with. But if we put God's word and God, what God has to say about your situation, if you put it behind you, it casts a shadow. So where you're going and the things you're dealing with and the things you're battling with are going to be in the dark. And that's the worst way to take a test is in the dark. It's the worst way to fight a battle is in the dark. So the fact that we are dealing with tests and Satan is always tempting us, God is always testing us, we have to put God in front of us for him to light our path and our feet. Because if we do that, if we put God first and we can see and focus on him, nothing else matters because his word will never come back void. Now, you might be dealing with a test today in the wilderness or with authority at home, at job, at your work, with your relationships, whatever your test is, God says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds. Woohoo! I see joy in my tests because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance and let per perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete and not lacking anything. If you're going through a test right now, I want to I want to take a couple minutes and pray for you. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes. Lord, as 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 we come to your throne, we we ask for your presence in our lives. As we're dealing with tests, whether it's an authority test or a test in the wilderness, I pray that you reveal yourself to us through your word and through the light that you bring in our lives. We thank you for these words today and how we can deal with these tests. Help us to have integrity and to honor our authority and to use your word to help us and guide us through our journey. We thank you for it in your name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us at Grace Church. Drop a like. We'd like you to follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and we'll talk to you later.